0: Welcome to the High Vibe and Healthy Podcast. My name is Fran Dargaville and I'm a functional nutritionist with a passion for gut health and real food. I'm here to share my take on nutrition and health, answer your questions and chat with leading health and wellness experts and all-round inspiring humans. Enjoy this week's episode and submit your questions at frandargaville.com or via my Instagram, frandargaville. Hello, I hope you're doing really, really well. Today, we're going to be chatting about plant foods versus animal foods for gut health, because I know this is something that is really confusing for a lot of people, mainly because of the information that we come across online. So there are a lot of people online talking about how plant foods are super important for gut health. And these people are generally promoting a vegan diet. So that kind of leads us to believe that plant foods are the only thing that we need to support our gut health. And on the other hand, there are people who, for example, are promoting the carnivore diet or something along those lines, which is basically a meat only diet. And they're sharing about how basically plants contain all of these anti-nutrients that want to kill us, that are harmful for our bodies. And that can be a little bit confusing because obviously these are two completely different messages. So what's actually the best approach here? What is the approach that's actually going to be supportive of our gut health? And also, you know, realistic, because the carnivore diet, for example, is very, very extreme. It involves only eating animal foods, which means that you basically can't function and operate in the world, you know, in any sort of normal or balanced way. So first, let me say that both plants and animal foods are really, really important for our gut health. We need to take a more balanced approach to this. So, yes, of course, we want to eat in a way that fits in with our life, but we also we want to take the benefits out of both of these different camps. So eating plenty of plant foods, that good diversity of plant foods is really important for our gut. There is a lot of research to support this. So, for example, there's a big study that showed that People who eat around 30 plant foods or more each week had a much healthier gut microbiome than people who ate 10 or less plant foods each week. And plant foods is not just fruits and vegetables. It also includes things like nuts, seeds, lentils, chickpeas, and that kind of thing. So we know that these plant foods are really important. But animal foods are also really important for our gut health as well. So many of the cells in our bodies, including cells in our gut lining, are actually made from protein. And the highest quality protein source is animal based proteins. Things like beef, chicken, seafood, such as salmon, for example, and other fatty fish are also really great as well. So it's very difficult to get enough protein and enough high-quality protein for our body to use from a plant-based diet. So with that dietary approach, most people simply just aren't going to be getting enough protein. And they're also going to be missing other really important nutrients as well, things like iron and B12, which are really important for our body's function. Another key thing to consider is that basically we need stomach acid to digest protein. And what happens when we don't get enough protein and, you know, animal-based proteins in particular, our stomach acid production is actually reduced. So that reduction in stomach acid production means that we're not going to be digesting our food as well as we could. And that can also lead to, you know, consequences in terms of, for example, not getting the key nutrients out of our food that we need. Another big reason to focus on animal foods for gut health is a little bit more of an indirect one. But I'm often speaking about how having enough protein and high quality, easy to digest protein in particular is really, really important for balancing our blood sugar levels. Now, when our blood sugar is all over the place, say, for example, we're eating mostly carbohydrate focused meals, even if those meals are just fruit and veggies, you know, obviously they're healthy things, but they don't stabilize our blood sugar in the same way that an animal-based protein source does. So when you're having these carbohydrate-focused meals, even if they are healthy carbohydrate-focused meals like fruit, veggies, that kind of thing, this can really spike your blood sugar and lead to these blood sugar crashes, which over time puts your body in a state of chronic stress. And that in that indirect way then impacts your gut health because we need to be able to shift into that relaxed rest and digest mode to properly digest our food and if you're stuck in that fight or flight mode you're not going to be properly digesting your food if you're in that state of chronic stress your digestion is going to be impacted so we can see that both plant foods and animal foods are really important for our gut health in a number of different ways now we'll talk about when both of these things can become more of an issue I'm interrupting this episode for just a minute to share a brand new special offer with you. If you enroll in December to get started in one of my four month one on one programs with me or High Vibe and Healthy Mama with Andesha to get started in Jan or Feb, you'll get a bonus $200 in high quality practitioner grade supplements. This way, you'll be able to relax going into the holidays, knowing that your health is taken care of for 2023, and you'll have the perfect post-holiday reset. Head to the link in the show notes or my Instagram bio to learn more and save your spot. So I did mention the anti-nutrients, and these are compounds, things like lectins and phytates, that are found in plant foods. And they're found to varying degrees in different plant foods, things like grains and legumes, like rice, lentils, and chickpeas. They will contain higher levels of anti-nutrients than different types of plant foods. The more easy to digest types of plant foods. Now this doesn't mean they're bad, but it really depends on the state of your gut and what's going on in your gut. So if you're having a lot of trouble with your gut, then you're likely to have some difficulty digesting these plant foods. So that might mean that you have a little bit less of those plant foods, or you can just focus on cooking them well and also properly preparing things like grains and legumes, which generally involves pre-soaking them before cooking and just preparing them in a certain way. So you can just Google how to properly prepare, for example, lentils, chickpeas, rice, whatever it is that you're preparing. Now, you might find that that's not enough. So some people do need to take a break from these foods that are higher in anti-nutrients for a little while, while they work on supporting their gut health. And this is probably the case for you, perhaps if you have autoimmunity or you have some sort of gut issues that aren't just resolving through the basics. And then there's the more extreme end of things, for example, with the carnivore diet. A lot of people are talking about this on Instagram because we know extreme stuff gets a lot of attention. Now, for the average person, this is absolutely not necessary, and it's a little bit silly. The carnivore diet, as I mentioned, it's basically just eating animal foods like meat and fish and eggs, and that's it. So if you do that, you're going to be missing fiber. You're going to be missing antioxidants. You're going to be getting plenty of nutrients in terms of, you know, iron, B vitamins, omega threes, and that kind of thing. But you're going to be missing some really important other compounds as well. So that doesn't mean I don't condone the carnivore diet at all. It's just only beneficial for a very specific person. So some people that may have some really serious health stuff going on and nothing else has helped them, and perhaps they're really having trouble digesting plant foods, fruit and veggies, and they really need some sort of extreme approach In that case, that can be helpful. And that dietary approach has been proven to be helpful for lots of different people. However, it's absolutely not any sort of sustainable approach. It's very extreme. And it's definitely not something you want to do long term because we know that plant foods are really important for our gut. So if you avoid them long term, that's definitely going to have consequences for your gut microbiome and your health on a whole. And on the other end of the spectrum, in terms of people who recommend giving up animal foods altogether, I know for a fact that this really does not work for the majority of people. Some people actually feel better, perhaps, following a vegan diet in the short term. These people, I do find, have generally gone from eating a lot of processed foods to then changing to a vegan diet where they're focusing more on whole foods. And that really ever only is short term. What I've seen time and time again is long term. These people tend to end up with a lot of nutritional deficiencies, as I mentioned before, and a lot of consequences in terms of fatigue, brain fog, low immunity, hormonal imbalances and difficulty with their digestion as well. And I will say there are some people, very few people that I find who can do well on a vegan diet, but there are some people out there and I do find these people are the ones that are very, very diligent. They're eating the highest quality food. They're definitely not going for any processed, fake plant proteins and that kind of thing. They're eating only the highest quality food and they are very mindful of the nutritional deficiencies that they're likely to develop and they're supplementing to avoid that. And something I do recommend for these people I know it's not vegan, but it is something that can make this way of eating more sustainable is to take liver capsules because these contain the key nutrients that you're going to be missing. These are the things that are going to lead to consequences. And if you take these liver capsules, which are, they're a byproduct and they're super nutrient dense, then that means that that way of eating can be more sustainable for you. However, if you don't eat animal proteins, you're still not going to be getting that high quality protein and you're going to be reliant on a lot more of these plant foods, which are difficult to digest and a bit tough on the gut. So just keep that in mind. But I do want to share all the different options and everything with you because I want you to just be aware of what options are available for you. And if you are you know, really into that approach, I want to help you to be able to do that in a way that's actually supportive of your health. So basically the whole message of this is, firstly, we can understand some certain benefits from these specific approaches, but we can take a more balanced approach and that's going to give us the optimal benefits for our health. So for example, we eat a balanced moderate amount of protein, including animal protein specifically. And my recommendation for that is around 25 grams of protein with each meal. And then we also want to eat plenty of plants as well. And we can do that in a way that's supportive of our gut health as well. So focusing on more cooked veggies over raw if we're experiencing some troubles with our gut and also properly preparing those plant foods to make them easier to digest as well. And the other thing I want to touch on before I wrap up is that too much protein can adversely impact your gut. However, I'm yet to come across any of my clients ever who have been consuming too much protein. So this might be something that you have seen online as a claim and as a reason for focusing on more plant foods, but very few people are consuming too much protein. This is likely to only be people who, for example, are bodybuilders and they're eating five protein based meals a day. So I did want to mention that, but I really doubt that that's a concern for most of us. And if you're eating a serve of protein with breakfast, lunch and dinner around 25 grams, then you absolutely do not have anything to worry about. So I hope you found this helpful. If you have any questions about anything at all or anything you'd like me to chat about in a future episode, just send me a DM on Instagram. I would love to chat with you and have an awesome day. I'll catch you in the next episode. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the High Vibe and Healthy Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to chat with me about how we can work together to reach your health goals, head to frandargaville.com To connect with me day to day, Instagram is the place to be. Follow me via my handle at frandargaville. And finally, please note that the materials and content within this podcast are intended as general information only and are not considered to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis or treatment.